Welcome to the Kindness and Happiness Connection with your hosts, Dr. Elia Gorgoris, the Happiness Doctor, and Randy McNeely, the Kindness Giver, here to share 10 minutes of practical kindness and happiness tips, insights, and daily inspiration. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are. It's so glad to be here with you for another episode of the Kindness Happiness Connection. Good afternoon, Elia. What a wonderful opportunity to be with you again after a lovely Easter weekend. Lots of people celebrating and great to get together again and share some time with our audience. Good morning to you too. It was a wonderful Easter weekend. We went from 70 degrees on Friday to a foot of snow and it's still snowing outside here in Colorado. So the wild weather of of this spring continues. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That sounds like you're going to get a lot of exercise. I think so. Well, it's not sticking on the, yeah, it's in the grass though. But anyway, yeah, it's love. It's beautiful though. It's like one last blast of winter. Well, let's hope that that's the, that is the one last blast and we keep moving into spring. That's right. So on Friday, we invited our audience to stay tuned for today because we said we were going to talk about being in tune. What do we mean by that? Do you have any quotes or anything to introduce that topic? You know, I do have a couple of quotes. One of them comes from the famous Persian poet, 13th century poet by the name of Rumi, who said, there is a voice that does not use words, listen. So basically he's talking about our inner wisdom, our intuition, you know, that still small voice from within. Another lovely quote by one of my all-time favorite uh, authors, Ralph Waldo Emerson, brilliant genius of a man, said the following, Let us be silent that we may hear the whisper of God. Love those quotes. Yeah, both of them. And again, we have to get quiet. That's priority number one. If we are to hear the voice of God, or if we were to hear our own intuition, there's a lot of inner wisdom, but we have too much noise in this world. One of the benefits of this pandemic, honestly, is that things have quieted down. Like people are hearing birds singing, like in, in metropolitan areas. We're more in touch with nature. Like we can hear things we didn't hear before. There's less noise. And, I, and I'm talking about external noise, but there's also the internal noise too, right? In our own minds. So how can we get quiet and listen for that wisdom? And then what do we do with it? This is what we want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. See, the first thing that you made me think of is, is why is it so important to get quiet? And then you, you nailed it. I mean, because there, there is way too much noise. There's so much noise going on around us. And a lot of times... We are actually getting thoughts, promptings, impressions that come to us, but because we're not quiet, we're not still, we're not in that situation where we're paying attention, we miss them. Or we hear them and don't, don't realize what it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're both true. Either we miss them altogether. They happen a lot more frequently than we realize. And in my experience, the more you hear it, the more you hear it. Like, in other words, the more you become attuned or in, in tune with that voice, the clearer it becomes. So it takes practice. For some people say, well, I don't hear any, any, well, you have to get very quiet for that. But once you do, and you recognize the benefits, because it's not just listening, it's what do we do about with information that comes down. Yeah, that's exactly right. I had an interesting conversation with a wonderful connection of mine, a lady named Cindy Britt, last week. And she talks about how, you know, it's so important that we are paying attention to that inner voice, paying attention to those thoughts that we get, and that we take almost immediate action, at least of writing them down and mulling them over more. The more as we write things down 
and start mulling things over in our mind, my experience is that I end up getting more thoughts, more ideas, like you were just saying, more impressions, more things that come. I've had things that I've been stumped on for a while, and then I'll be reading something, I'll hear something that somebody else says, and all of a sudden, I'll have an aha moment, and like, whoa, wait a minute, that's, that's what I've been trying to capture. I write that down, and then thoughts just start coming, you know, okay, how is this applicable? How can I do this? What can I do with this? Et cetera, et cetera. And, and we can all have those kind of experiences if we're willing to put in the effort to be still, to right. be quiet. It's one of those absolutes in life, in my own personal experience, because I've been close to that spirit, the intuition, you know, throughout my entire life. I've had this since I was a little kid. And when the message comes down, it's crystal clear to me. And I can tell you this, every time that I have listened to it and acted upon it, it has always worked out. I'm talking about always. This is like 100% has worked out. On the flip side, every time I've heard it but ignored it, I've always paid the price. So to me, it's all, almost like a, a both a warning and a protection sometimes or something truly insightful that open, opens up another door. I had about 15 years ago, I was transitioning from my career out of clinical psychology, private practice, and really, the, the world was wide open. I didn't really know, what am I going to do next in my life? Because, uh, you know, I'm still young. And that same voice, intuition, said, you need to start a happiness center. Back in the day, I'm like, what the heck is a happiness center? Like, I didn't even, you know, happiness wasn't even cool back then. It wasn't even in. Like, this was like, so that's, I went down. I didn't even know how to find a domain name back then. I was completely, like, in, you know, ignorant. And I typed in the happinesscenter.com. Does that even exist? And it did. And I was astounded that it did. You know, in the whole world, nobody had the happinesscenter.com. And I got that. And I began focusing my life more towards wellness, happiness, corporate wellness now, of course, and, uh, you know, personal happiness. That's how my book came out, Seven Paths to Lasting Happiness. It started with one small message, soft voice telling you, this is what you need to focus on. And it's been my life's work for the last 15 years. And it's been a, a remarkable journey, actually. But what if I hadn't paying, what if I wasn't paying attention? I mean, would have missed that whole thing. My life could have taken a whole different path. I mean, that, that's how significant this could be, I guess. That's why I shared this story with you guys. But, you know, and that's an interesting thing. You and I were just talking last night about how our friendship has uh, really blossomed over the last year. We've known each other for 20 years. And maybe during that 20 years, you know, you lived in Colorado and I've lived in various locations and we've contacted each other maybe once or twice. Last year, I was going through a, a period where I had an idea in my head and I still got it there for a kindness-based reality TV show. And I just thought, I, I had a thought come to me, well, you know somebody who's been involved with a reality TV show, who's a produ executive producer for a reality TV show, and, and uh, he probably ought to have some good ideas about what it takes to get one on the air and about whether or not the idea that you have is feasible. And so I felt that I should reach out to Elia, my good friend, Dr. Elia, and boy, how glad I am. I mean, because the last year has been an, an amazing journey. We got our sizzle reel made. He was instrumental in me getting my first book written, you know, being willing to review it. His sweetheart reviewed it and giving great feedback and a testimonial and all those good things. And then, you know, we've started this podcast together and we started a business together. We're partners in Kindness Hunters International. And my first thought was, oh, it's just a, you know, I've been holding on to this idea for a while. It's just a silly idea and I must be crazy thinking that I could do anything like this. 
Then I talked to Elia and he's like, I really like your idea. Let me talk to my director and see what he thinks. Well, and let he me did. tell you something that you don't know, Randy, because when you called me the first time you called me about that, you know, once people find out you've been on television, you're, you've been executive producer of a reality TV show, they come out of the woodwork. And I've dismissed all of them because, you know, I feel like they just want to grab something from you. So when you first mentioned that, it's like, okay, here we go again. One more person asked me for something just because they think that I have connections in Hollywood and I could get them on television and all that stuff. But that still small voice said to me, listen to what Randy's saying though. This is different because to me, kindness and happiness, they're not distant cousins. They're like brothers and sisters. Like, I mean, they're disconnected. You can't have one without the other. So when you mentioned, you know, the whole idea of the kindness yeah. for the show, my initial reaction was like everybody else walked back away because one more person wanted something from me. But it, the, the voice immediately said, no, you need to listen to Randy. This is different. And it has been different. And I'm so grateful for, again, that that voice connected us even closer. And, you know, the last year has been a wild ride. Obviously, for those listening, we're still looking for that funding to get our show off the road. We have a great sizzle. We have a great cast. We have a great crew. So everything is ready. We're just looking for that, uh, you know, angel investor to help us get on the air because we have a, it's a great idea. And we will do it. It's just a matter of time. And uh, it'll come together. I know it. Well, and the other thing right now, I mean, with we, ha we have some good potential. But with the pandemic, that's just had to be set aside. And Right. So, but I, I shared that story not to get into talking about the uh, show, but just to talk about how my path, my my life has taken a whole different trajectory over the last year than I expected it to, and a, and a good deal, a good part of that has been the fact that I talked with my good friend, Dr. Elia Gorgoris, and and I am so grateful that I listened to that thought that that prompting, if you will, to give him a call to reach out to him. And, and or to, I, I actually reached out to him via LinkedIn to see if we could set up a call. So grateful I did and so grateful that he was listening to to the voice that he heard because it's been a total blessing for me. Well, and I think we just illustrated and, and just for the audience to know, we never plan on talking about this. This actually what you just witnessed just now is an illustration of what it sounds and what it looks like to have that experience for two different people to hear that voice and to trust it and then act upon it. So Randy and I, believe me, didn't get together before the show and said, hey, let's talk about the kindness centers. I think this just came naturally because this is a real example that how it impacted our friendship and our relationship and, and, and look where we are today. So, um, so now here's the takeaway. Make time, if you can, on a daily basis to get quiet, even for a few minutes, five or 10 minutes. Listen, ask the question, whether you're asking God or the universe or your own intuition, your personal wisdom, ask a question that you need an answer to. Get quiet. When you receive the answer, just like Randy said, write it down. Don't forget it. And sometimes it's very short. It's not like you're going to get a whole dissertation to dictate it to you. Sometimes it's one sentence or one thought, like it happened with, with, with Randy. And then act upon it. I plead with you not to ignore it. That's the only thing I would tell you. Trust it because it comes from a good source and the right source. And when you act upon it, miracles happen. Randy and I have witnessed those miracles, not just what we share with you today, but over and over and over again in our lifetimes. So that's your homework. That's your task. And uh, look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Have a great week. Today is Monday. Let's have a great week. And uh, what are we going to talk about tomorrow, Randy? I think we're going to revisit gratitude. And here's why. We've talked about that before. But there are so many people right now who are doing amazing things. And so I think we're going to take a few minutes just to, to give a shout out and say thank you to our healthcare workers, to the postal service people who are constantly putting themselves on the line, and a plethora of other people who are out there keeping things going. So 
that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to do another episode on gratitude. We sure appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for all the effort that you are making to stay positive, to stay connected, to stay safe, stay strong, keep it going. And remember, together we can all make it. If you have suggestions for discussion topics, please visit anchor.fm slash kindness hyphen happiness and follow the instructions in our show description. Remember, kindness is a choice. And happiness is a choice always. So choose to be kind and choose to be happy today and good things will follow. Have a wonderful rest of your day.